0: Coach Tanner here with Hurdle Fitness. Today's episode is brought to you by Hurdle Fitness online personal training. If you have been looking at getting a personal trainer or trying an online program, try it free for seven days. Follow the link in the show notes to get your seven-day free trial of online personal training, nutrition coaching, and habit coaching from a National Academy of Sports Medicine certified professional and weight loss specialist. Again, follow the link in the show notes. Get your free seven-day trial. Thanks for tuning in to the Hurdle Fitness Podcast. I'm your host, Tanner Rutledge, and on today's episode, we are getting into some strategies that I used myself when I was going through my weight loss journey and that I still use with clients today to stay on track with your weight loss. For those of you that know me, I went through my own weight loss transformation back in 2014 when I dropped, um, wow. Wow. Uh, a very large percentage by weight. I went from uh, right around 280 to about uh, about 215, 210. I danced around there for a little while, but while I was going through that transformation. I did a couple things right, I did a couple things wrong, and I learned a lot about myself and about weight loss. Um, I learned even more with my advanced certifications in weight loss from the National Academy of Sports Medicine and the clients that I've worked with over the years helping different people overcome different obstacles uh, that were in their way when it came to, to losing their weight. These are some of the most common things that I've used to help people and myself drop weight and then keep it off. So what does healthy weight loss look like? So the standard that I use, I try to make sure that my clients are always losing at least about two pounds, and this is going to depend on how much weight they're trying to lose, um, how much weight they need to lose and uh, their specific metabolisms and their needs based on their workouts and goals. Obviously, someone going for a bodybuilding or athletic competition is going to have different needs. They're going to need to cut weight for uh, for weigh-ins and different things. And then that's going to be different from someone who is losing weight for general health, general fitness, which is what our focus for this podcast is going to be. Um, for general health, general fitness, I look at sustainable weight loss. So uh, sustainable weight loss is going to be usually on average about uh, about two pounds per week uh, of, of total weight loss. And that is taking one year of, uh, of weight loss into account. So as you start, when you start with a program, month one, your body's getting used to it. Month two, generally, you're going to lose a little bit more. Um, month three, you're going to lose more and you're going to start getting closer to that uh, that area or that state of homeostasis that your body is trying to get toward. When you are losing weight, that is your body trying to get to a state of home or a a place of homeostasis or seeking out homeostasis. Your body is trying to get the calories that it is consuming to equal the energy that it is uh, that it's putting out. So if you're eating 2300 calories a day worth of uh, worth of calories, your body um, wants to expend 2300 calories a day and you're looking for that balance it's hard to get to um, but once you find it and you get to a state of maintenance we we try to maintain it Um, the reason that we look at prolonged weight loss is statistically we've found that the faster you drop weight the faster it comes back and there's a couple of reasons for that one of the big ones is habit changes um, and uh, risk diets that are too restrictive or exclusionary that just are not sustainable. So if you are learning good habits, if you are working towards um, feeling better and being healthier, it's better to lose it just a little bit slower um, than, than you would using some fad diets. Um, you're also going to keep it off longer. If you, if you lose someone loses a hundred pounds and they keep it off for five years, it's generally not coming back. Um, if somebody goes to drop a hundred pounds and they lose, um, you know, they lose 30 or 40 pounds within, um, within a month or two. Statistically, a lot of that is coming back when they start to level out uh, and get off of whatever exclusionary type diets uh, they were doing or whatever drastic calorie reduction because the body is just gonna be thrown, your your metabolism is just gonna be thrown out of whack. So good sustainable weight loss. We try to cut calories and this is gonna depend person to person and this is where there's some experimentation that goes on in a programming and where a coach comes in handy. Um, we're looking at a calorie deficit anywhere from three to 500 calories per day, um, that you're in deficit. And the reason that we're doing that is because we want you to feel good while you're losing weight and we want you to be able to continue to progress with your performance, um, and one of the strategies that we use, um, that you can use yourself or use with the coach is using a period, uh, periodization in your programming, meaning that your exercise, you're starting off when you're, when you're getting in shape and you're, um, you're getting back, you start off in a stabilization phase where you make sure that your body is strong enough to, to hold itself in proper positions when you're doing the workout so that you reduce the likelihood of injury, which sets you back further. Um, to do that, we use, uh, we use time under tension, so things like a, a four count down, two count hold, and one count up. So some sort of six to seven minute rep for 12 reps. We do that for a lot of those just to just to build your uh, your competency in the workouts and your confidence in the workouts. Stage two, it's going to get more into uh, more into endurance and move into uh, hydropathy toward the end of stage two and stage three where we're building muscle and that's where we really see body composition change in our clients. Um, And when I was going through my weight loss journey, month one was pretty good, but by the end of month two, what I was able to to do physically and the changes in my body were absolutely amazing. Um, which brings me uh, to my uh, my first hack that I have my clients do, and that is to fall in love with the progress or fall in love with the process, not the progress. And it's easy to say that. And there's a lot of coaches that say that. And there's a l- bit of confusion. Like people look at me when I say it and they, they don't really know what I mean. Fall in love with the process. You mean I'm supposed to love jumping down and doing 100 burpees. No, that's not what I'm talking about at all you want to love what you're doing. If you don't like CrossFit and you do a CrossFit workout and you're laying on the ground and you're like, why am I doing this every day? I hate not being able to stand up. Probably not for you. You don't like it. Maybe you're going to like a spin class. Maybe you're going to like body pump. Maybe you're going to like playing softball. Find an activity, a physical activity that gets you good quality exercise and movement that you enjoy doing. And if you love playing baseball, I love Spartan races and I love doing OCR. Um, my training programs and my diet are geared toward me running faster and being stronger to lift those obstacles um, the the heavier obstacles so I train for strength and I train for speed um, when you fall in love with the process. It means you're training for performance. Um, you're not just looking at the, the weight coming off on the scale and you're not obsessed with the weight loss and specifically with the cosmetic effects. You're doing something because you enjoy doing it and it adds something to your day that is intangible. Um, so find an activity that you absolutely love doing, and then suddenly you start tracking your macros, and suddenly you start tracking your food because you realize, oh, the food that I'm putting into my body to fuel myself, I I need to drop weight to be able to jump uh, to 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 jump to catch a ball in in softball or to uh, to run a bit faster to get around the baselines. I uh, I need to. Uh, I need to drop three or four pounds so that I can get past the Spartan multi-rig or so that I can get through sawtooth on, uh, on savage races. And suddenly you're focused on that and two or three months goes by and you're super happy because you get this awesome race time or you, you do really well in softball or whatever it is that you enjoy doing. And you look in the mirror and you look at the scale and through the process, oh man, I'm, I'm starting to see my abs now. That's that's really cool. Um, you you start to get uh, you start to just get consumed by it because you're doing a new hobby that you really love doing and that you enjoy doing. So fall in love with the process and find something that you love to do. If you're working with a trainer, talk to your trainer about things that you enjoy doing. And then the two of you maybe sit down together and figure out a workout routine, an exercise routine and a new hobby that's going to incorporate that. I have a lot of clients that uh, come to me to train uh, specifically because I do so much obstacle stuff and so much trail stuff um, to get in shape to go on these big hiking trips, to hike the Grand Canyon, to, to do the Appalachian Trail, and they want to up their baseline of fitness and drop some weight so that they can do that more easily and to, uh, to be able to actually finish it and not just start and have to stop halfway through because of an injury. Um, so my next tip is going to be to track your progress. So when you're trying to get better at something, it helps to have numbers. Just like uh, for those of you that run businesses or for those of you that work in departments where you're tracking KPI, there are key performance indicators that you need to track for pretty much everything. And for this, it would be like calories in. um, How many calories a day are you getting? What are your macronutrient ratios? Making sure that you're hitting those. Using MyFitnessPal or some other tracking app to make sure that you're hitting that. Um, And then also using something for exercise compliance to make sure that you're hitting your workouts um, make sure that your, uh, if your goal is to jump higher, maybe you measure your, uh, your standing jump, maybe you measure your, uh, your box jump or platform jump height, but you need to be tracking something to make sure that you're actually progressing forward. And when it comes to weight loss, I say fall in love with, uh, with the process and find something you love. But when your focus is actually weight loss and you're uh, to make sure that you, you don't get distracted and make sure things are working toward you getting healthier, go ahead and take those measurements. Measure your waist, measure your hips. Um, I like to uh, to weigh in on Sundays. I take my measurements. I do my uh, I do my proce- uh, progress photo, and I track it that way. And seeing those numbers change, even when it doesn't change on the scale, generally my measurements and body fat percentage does, because I am building muscle at the same time that I am losing fat. So. Make sure that you track those and seeing those is highly motivational. And that brings me into my next tip. When you look in the mirror, you don't always see the progress. A lot of people want to look in the mirror and you're always going to see the flaws. Um, this is something that I struggled with when I was going through my weight loss journey. And after my weight loss journey, I remember one time I was standing um, and I was watching a video from a competition that I had competed in. And I uh, one of the guys was moving really well. Um, arms, I just looked jacked and I was like, man, I would, uh, I think that would be a great build for me. And that the way he's moving is the way that I want to compete. And, uh, one of my friends that was there who had also competed, looked at me and he went, dude, that's you look at the trunks. And I looked at the, uh, the trunks. I was like, holy crap. That is me. When you look in the mirror, it takes about, um, I want to say three years before you actually see yourself when you go through some sort of uh, dramatic body um body change so i still saw soft pudgy chubby me um when i actually kind of looked like an athlete at that time i was uh it kind of blew me away and it uh it really drove home um progress photos because at that time i had not been taking progress photos and that's when i started and that's when i started having my clients do it because you don't always see yourself in the mirror um so every, every four weeks is what I generally recommend. Go ahead and snap a photo. When you start to get down and you're like, man, my performance is great and it's going to creep in even if you absolutely love what you're doing, it's gonna creep in that, man, I just, I'm not, I'm not sure if I'm making that progress in, in the weight loss. Put those photos side by side. Look at your starting photo and look at the one that you just took. I can almost guarantee that you're gonna see some sort of drastic difference. Look at the uh, the measurements, especially around your waist, around your biceps, around your thighs, and you'll see a difference. Um, it's uh, it's hard to explain until you experience it for yourself, but those, uh, those photos that we don't want to take because we're so ashamed of ourselves, especially at the beginning, are one of the most important things that you can have later on in the program to keep yourself going. Um, So take progress photos, that's probably, take progress photos and fall in love with the type of exercise that you're doing. Those are probably the two most important things in weight loss as far as staying the path and maintaining after you lose the weight. Statistically, most people that lose weight gain it back. If you can keep it off for five years, statistically, you're gonna be fine. And you'll probably keep the weight off because you have developed habits because you loved the process, you held yourself accountable, and you kept yourself motivated. And basically, you notice the, uh, the word that I keep saying is yourself. Because to get the weight off and to keep the weight off, you have to build those intrinsic modes of motivation and discipline. Because there's, there won't always be a coach there. There won't always be a friend there. And when it comes down to it, eventually, even if you work with a personal trainer, you're going to have to get yourself out of bed and do what you need to do. Thank you for tuning into the Hurdle Fitness Podcast. If you like what you just listened to, go to Apple Podcasts, leave us a five-star review. It's the quickest way to help us grow the show. Also, hook up with us on Facebook and Instagram at Hurdle Fitness. I'll see you all on the next episode of the Hurdle Fitness Podcast.